0: Parsha Themes is for inspired people like you who are looking for engaging and relevant Parsha and Moedim thoughts. Our weekly discussions focus on uplifting thoughts and actionable ideas that will upgrade your Avodah Hashem and enhance your Shabbos and Yantov table. I'm your host, Rabbi Yosef Tropper, and it's an honor to have you with me here today. Welcome to some thoughts on the Grah from Parshas Shimos. So we spoke about this in the past, but I wanted to add a few more things to it from the Grah, which are just half of fella. They are amazing and beautiful to see how much depth the Torah has. So we talked about that the Jewish people were originally told that they were going to be in, um, by the verse behind Avraham was told that they were going to be in Eretz Lolehem for 410 years. And Rashi brings down a calculation that the 410 is uh, either from the time that, that Avraham was told this or from the time of latest Yitzchak. He has a whole calculation about how Avraham was in pain to know that his children were going to be in Sheba, and that pain actually counted, which, which is uh, a lesson in itself that uh, the pain and energy we invest in our children Makes a difference, and we're going to talk more about that in a moment. But the film, the only one that we have mentioned in the past, and I'm going to extrapolate it on it today because there's other sources that say further, this was from Kol Eliyahu, where there it says Vaemaru eschayem, the Egyptians embittered the lives of the Jewish people. Um, so the trap on there is Kadma va'azla, which literally translates It's read as Vaemaru so it's Kadma v'azla, Bavoda ha-kasha, with hard work, but it translates as Kadma. They got up early, and they were able to leave, and so it says the gro that that. That those words are telling us that like Chazal say, why did the Jews get out early? They were only there for 210 years. How did they get off from the 400 years that were nixar on them? Uh, because and because it was so bitter, therefore the Koshia Shibud, the difficulty of the Shibud, of the subjugation to the Egyptians, allowed them to go out earlier. So there's a Tzvi um from London has a shot that he says that he heard Basham the Grah um, it's a the sefer is called Kerem on Hagigashal Pesach and he says a further idea here from the gra that the same trup of Vayimara and the Kadm of Azla is also found um in Yud Pesach Tess a little further it says bibanenu with our children with our sons and daughters we're going to leave we're going to leave Egypt and that's also Kadva of Azla and the Gra said here that it was because of the Kosia Shibud, uh, which we just talked about in a minute, that the Jews got out early. But it was also because of the Reboi Haban because of the increase of children. Therefore, that made up for the time of the Shibud, and they were able to go out early. So I want to say two, two ideas about that. It could be that the simple reading of what the Gra is saying is that there were more Jews that were born, right? It says that they had six at one time, so that was a miraculous uh, birthing rate. Um, and so, therefore, there were more Jews to get the brunt of the amount of pain that had to been suffered. And we see here, again, that Hashem is goes through an exact amount of pain that has to be suffered. And maybe the 400 years were a like, Gezerah for the typical birthing rate of how much collective pain the Jews had to have. But now, since there were uh, multiples of ch- children, and because the Shebud was so much more painful, therefore, that amount of pain contributed and was equal to the 400 years of pain condensed into the 210 years, and therefore, they went out early. That's one shot. Another pshat could mean also that the pain that the Jewish people had for their own backbreaking labor uh, certainly contributed. However, that watching their children suffer was even more painful for them. And therefore, there's an element of Koshia Shibud just seeing their children suffer so much was even more painful for the Jewish people. And what a beautiful thought, just the, the sensitivity. And therefore, vino um, Senu. I've spoken about this in the past, Basham the Ramban. He's mentioned this a few times, that it's not common for the Torah to talk about daughters. And usually it says banenu, which would translate as not just sons, but just children. Um, It doesn't usually specify daughters. And whenever it does, there's always a reason, and we need to stress that and figure out why. And in this case, it's very obvious that the Jewish people cared very, very deeply about both their sons and daughters. Perhaps they were even more concerned with their daughters. Who knows? But what I wanted to say, which is an interesting idea, is that... The Qadm of Azla is saying something else as well. There Moshe was telling Paro that we are absolutely leaving, and we are leaving Egypt. And uh, Paro said, "We'll leave the children here. And Moshe said to him, no, you don't understand. This is our this is our future. This is Kali Yisrael. Not only are we n- not just trying to secure our own freedom, but Qadm of Asla, our priority for who's going to leave is our children. Our children come first. And that's our priority. And that's what Moshe was telling him, that no way are we leaving our children here. Our children are the most important. And they are the future. And therefore, that was that was the focus. And there's another shot from the Mishnah Zikaron, um, which is a sefer of the Grah, that he brings down fascinating thing, that the words, that we're talking about, um, so the gematria of those words itself are kuftsari. It's equal to 190. And that was 190 years that they went out early before the 400 years were up. They were only there for 210 years. And again, this all ties together. That's by Immaru Eskayam. There was a Kadma Baza, they went out early. And it was how early? Uh, 190 years early. And it's literally in the words itself. And it's so beautiful when you read through the Torah, you see Leka, Midi, Loksi, so everything is there. And there's another idea from the Gra, Amperic Aleph, Pasik Tasaian by Yomer. So the Egyptians. Paro gave a gezerah biyadchem when you he told Shifra and Pua, which were uh, according to the Gemara and Sota, we know uh, for sure that Shifra was um, Yocheved, the mother of Moshe, and we know uh, Pua might have been either Elisheva, her daughter-in-law, uh, who married Aaron eventually, or uh, or perhaps at that time was married, although they must have been very very young. Aaron was very well, Aaron was only um, three years older than Moshe. Miriam was two years older than um, than Aaron, but either way, um, or it was Miriam, which is what Rashi and Khomosh seems to bring down as a more simple shot, which is what we're taught. But either way, um, so when you see them on the birthing stone, which there's very, very fascinating, the Egyptians uh, gave birth uh, while sitting on a stone in a crouching position. And it's interesting how modern medicine has finally caught on to that, that that crouching position might seem to help with the birth. And I saw a very fascinating uh, study of Egyptian hieroglyphics that uh, there's actually pictures of this birthing stone and it's described in, in, in many in a number of caves where they literally had it back then and it was uh, how they gave birth back then very fascinating so the gruff says that there's three times the masara brings down here that there's three times that it says the word ur isem so here in the pasach it says um, ur isem Allah of naim when you see the children um, on the birthing stone and by the way if you actually look it up it says ur isen because it's talking to women. Um, and this is not necessarily Akasha, because it just means when you, plural, see, in this form it's feminine, but in other forms it's masculine. And perhaps there will be a pshat that we'll say at the end, but let me let the grot talk first. So what the Vilnagon says is, R'isem is one time, talking about birth, R'isem which was the instructions that Moshe gave to the Meraglim, you shall spy out the land, and R'isem oso, which is the instructions that Hashem gave to look at the tzitzes and to remember Hashem and the mitzvahs. So the Gra says that this is marumas. this hints to the Mishnah in Perke Avos, Pirkei Gimel, 1st Mishnah, look at three things, and histakol doesn't just mean to look, it means to stare, even in Halacha, Histaklus means to stare, and to concentrate on. So concentrate on these three things, and it will save you from sin. Where are you coming from? You come from a tipa srucha. Where are you going? We're all going to the same place. And mi'asa and dim You're going to give a dim in front of the rebbeinu shalom. It says the grod. That's what's going on over here. That these three times are rishem alav nayim is telling you that's birth. So a person when in life you should always think about where would you come from. Tippas That's birth. That's the first hint. The next rishem aretz is look at the land. That's where you're going. Right? It's a it's an interesting remez because there's there's a there's an indian to be buried in Eretz Yisrael. Of course, of Yaakov Kamenetsky and any other post or Moshe himself as well. Uh, all held that sometimes the calculation should be to be near one's family. But nonetheless, there's the uh, Kippur there's an Indian that the land forgives us and that a person should be buried in Eretz Yisrael. There's there a whole topic of discussion, not for now. But the point is that a Re'isim that's where the person's going to be buried. And finally, and that's that's Ana And the last one is Re'isim Oso Zachartim, that's who you're going to give a um, a Din B'Cheshun in front of Hashem and like the Gemara says, that uh, you look at your tzitzes and, you're, and you're, you see the tchelas, which reminds you of a sky, which reminds you of the Kisai Kavad, which reminds you of Hashem. So that's those three things. So what's shot here? So I believe what the Gra is saying is that the Torah is teaching us that how are your eyes supposed to work? You know what the paradigm is? The Torah teaches us how to use our bodies. What are your eyes supposed to see when you look? You know what you're supposed to see? You're supposed to see these three things. That's what your eyes are supposed to look at. The Torah is teaching us how a Jewish person looks at the world, looks at life. Yeah, there's plenty of things that the eye could see, a lave roa, eye roa, a lave homemade, right? And the body fulfills the desires. But how does a Jew train his body to look? Look at these three holy things. And what's fascinating is that we're E Sen is the woman that gave birth. That one is, is Maruma's to that that's that's where a man comes from. He comes from that place. And the woman invests in him, dovens for him. The Madrash Chuma says in Parshas Tazriya, when a woman gives birth, she screams a hundred screams of death, thinking that she's going to die. And her last scream is a scream of Simcha, the baby is born. What does that mean? <laughs> some women scream much less, some women scream much more. But it means, says her that's all, that a woman davens and davens for her child. Please, let him be successful. Let her be healthy. Let her be well. And those screams and those cries of fear and, and pain, carry this child to life, carry this child throughout their life, however many years the Rabbanu Shalom is gozer. And that, those tefillahs of a Jewish mother, a Jewish father, are invested in the child. And that that could be some of the remes to re'isim, that when it's said in feminine, re'isen, that it's hinting to the the uh, the investment that the mother puts into the child and uh, ca- that carries them throughout life. Again, my goal here is to show the Vilnagon's beauty of Torah. And when we look at things and we see how Chazal... Come alive, and in Reiku Mikem, if something seems not animated and not interesting, then it's Mikem. It's because of us. But if we look at it and we understand the beauty and the depth here, there's tremendous inspiration to be gotten. Thanks for joining us for more Torah content. And to make sure you never miss an episode, don't forget to subscribe and visit us at Parshathemes.com.